star of Bethlehem. But notice what, how the wise men described the star. They said, we have seen his star. That's the title of the message this morning. We have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. And just as a note uh, this morning, when you and I respond to the revealed word of God in our hearts, God helps us by giving us more light, just like he did those wise men that day. When we respond to the Holy Spirit inside of us, those of us who are saved, when we respond to the Word of God and what He has told us, when we say, okay, God, I'm open to what you have for me. If you came here this morning open to what God has for you, God has a message He wants you to hear. He has a message He wants you to hear. And if you'll respond to what God has given you, guess what? He'll give you some more. He'll give you more light. He'll give you direction. He'll give you hope. He'll give you that, uh, what you're yearning for. In Proverbs chapter 4, and verse number 18, we read these words, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. And this morning, just for a few moments, I know time is short, but just for a few moments, I want you to think about the fact that the star of Bethlehem, as we call it, was actually his star. The, the, uh, the wise men said, we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Let me share with you just a couple things. First of all, this, his star reminds us of his creation. His star reminds us of his creation. We all have our own mental image about what the star may have looked like. We've often, we often think, well, I wonder how big it was. I wonder what distinguished that star from all the other stars. I mean, you go out on a clear night uh, here in Michigan and you look up at the heavens and if there's no, if you get away from the street lights or the lights of the city and you get out in the country a little bit, you see all the wondrous stars and you understand that God made all of that. I wonder as the wise men looked up and saw that star, I wonder what was it that directed them to know, hey, that's his star. That's the star that's going to guide us specifically to where that little child is. Not just a little child, but the Christ child, the Messiah being born. What distinguished it from all the other stars? For a moment, I want us to think about the fact that that was his star. His star. May I say, all the stars are his stars. All of them are his stars. I think about Psalm 147 and verse number 4. He telleth the number of the stars. Get this. He calleth them all by their names. I heard a commercial years ago on the radio. Name a star after someone. You heard that? The International Star Registry. Name a star after someone. I guess you get to pick out some star, and, and uh, it, it sounds like a very sly way for somebody to make a whole lot of money, is what it sounds like. Uh, you know, never underestimate the free market society in America, amen? <laughs> but some, somebody found out, found out a way to market all the stars in, in, uh, that, that we can see with the naked eye, and uh, they, you can pick one out, and you can uh, send somebody some documentation and make them think that that star is named after them. For just 1995, you know. <laughs> but understand something. That star has a name. God said so. The Bible says he calleth all the stars by their name. And that little baby who lay in, in Bethlehem's manger, he created every single last one of them, and he did it by the word of his mouth. Colossians chapter 1 tells us he did. By him all things consist, talking about Jesus Christ. 
So as we consider his star, we understand we must consider. It reminds us of his creation. All things were made by him, and without, any, without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. I'm simply saying his star reminds us of his creation. I hasten, number two, his star reminds us of his grace. His star reminds us of his grace. Understand something? These, these uh, men that we call the wise men, they weren't Jews. They weren't God's chosen people. The Bible says in John chapter 1, verse number 11, it says, He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. These wise men, oh yes, they were very wise but for more, in, in more ways than one, but these wise men, they were not Jewish by nationality more than likely, or by descent. The Bible says they came from the east. They came from a far distant land, but they were still curious to know about the Savior. They were from a country where Jehovah God was not worshipped and where the Messiah was not part of their religious system. These men had to go out of their way to learn of Christ. They were not brought up in the knowledge of God, in the knowledge of Jehovah, in the knowledge of a, more than likely, they were not from a monotheistic system of religion at all. But they, but they were seeking after somebody. They knew about Jesus from somewhere, and it was the grace of God that brought them to Bethlehem. Just like the grace of God brought you here this morning. Just like the grace of God has brought you to a place where God wants you to know more about himself. God wants you to know about that baby in the manger just as he wanted those wise men to know about the baby in a manger. Though they were not Jewish by birth, more than likely, though they had not a natural knowledge of God, it was the grace of God that said, I want all the world to know about my son being born in Bethlehem. I want all the world to know that God is becoming flesh on this Christmas night, that God is going to dwell among us in, in, in human form, and he's going to be raised in a home, the home of Joseph and Mary. And uh, although Jesus was the only begotten Son of God, he saw fit to bring him up in a home, to let him grow up as a child and through his teenage years and into his early adult years, and then at the age of 30 be revealed as the Messiah and, and to begin his, his uh, ministry there at his baptism by John the Baptist and then to, to touch blind eyes and make them see and deaf ears and make them hear and, uh, and, and, uh, and all the wonderful things that he did. God said, I want that to be revealed to everybody. Everybody. God loves you this morning. God loves you so much that regardless of your nationality, regardless of the color of your skin, regardless of where you come from or where you've been or where you're headed, hey, there's a God in heaven who says, hey, by my grace, I want you to know about the Savior. I want you to know about the Savior. These wise men, they had, the, uh, they had to search the Old Testament scriptures. They had to calculate the window of time in which Christ should, should come. Maybe they looked at the 70 weeks of Daniel when, uh, when it, it talks about 60 and 9 weeks were accomplished and then, and then Messiah would be revealed and so on. And, uh, and, and they did those, those uh, 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 very meticulous calculations as far as time was concerned. And there was a God in heaven who in his grace made salvation available not just to his own but made available to all men I'm, thank, I'm thankful that he did I'm thankful that he did regardless of your race your poverty or your wealth or nationality Jesus said later in his ministry whosoever will let him come let him come and as we think about and consider these wise men coming from a far country, we're reminded about the grace of almighty God who, ha who, who would stop at no lengths to get the gospel to you and I 
look at the star of Bethlehem and let it remind you of the wonderful grace of God that led you to Christ. Oh, I think about that star this morning, and I think about the fact that his star reminds us of hope. The star of Bethlehem, his star, Jesus' star. Oh, it reminds us of his creation. It reminds us of his grace. Hey, the star, his star this morning reminds me that I have hope, that I have hope on that dark night. On that dark night, these wise men who came from afar who had searched the scriptures, they knew what time, they knew where he was to be born, they just didn't know exactly where, but they followed what light God had given them through his word, and then when they did all they could, God said, let me give you one more way to help you. There's a star there. <laughs> There's a star there. That star represents the hope that we have in Christ. That star represents that, hey, in the midst of a dark world, a dark society, hey, in the middle of a life where you may be in despair this morning, let me say there's hope available to you because it's in Christ. You'll not find hope in a bottle, my friend. You'll find hope in Jesus Christ. You'll not find hope in drugs or alcohol or immorality. You'll not find hope in doing your own thing. You'll not find hope in doing anything other than searching for Jesus Christ. Hey, that's where it's at. They saw the star because they were looking for Jesus. Don't miss that concept. They saw the star because they, look, they weren't looking for a star. They were looking for Christ. Today, we have a lot of people who are looking for hope, but they're not trying to find hope in Christ. They're looking for peace, looking for peace. Those angels, as they announced the birth of Christ to the shepherds on the hillside outside of Bethlehem there in Judea, they said, peace on earth, goodwill to men. Notice the peace was in direct relationship to the Christ child. You'll not find peace outside of Jesus Christ. There are folks in this world, you're looking for hope, and you won't find it until you start looking for Jesus. People who are looking for peace, a lot is said about peace. We want peace on earth. Our dignitaries and diplomats go across the seas and they, uh, and they try to negotiate with foreign governments. What are they looking for? Peace. Everybody wants peace. But you'll not find peace until you get very familiar with the Prince of Peace. We want hope. We want hope. The suicide rate in our country is at an all-time high. All-time high. You say, Pastor, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense until you look at it in the context where people are looking for hope, they're looking for answers, they're looking for purpose, they're looking for meaning in their life, but they're looking for those things in some other shape, manner, or form than where they should be looking. You need to take a good lesson from the wise men this morning. I wonder what made the wise men wise. Can I tell you what I think made the wise men the wise men? They were looking for the right person. They were looking for Jesus. They were looking for the Messiah. They didn't know exactly where he was going to be born, and so what they, uh, or exactly where, they knew the town. They knew Bethlehem of Judea because that's what the Bible said. They knew about the rough timing of it because that's what the Bible taught them. And they opened the word of God, and they let, the, they let God teach them, and, and they responded to what they knew about Christ and what they knew about his birth, and they said, you know what? We're just going to go out by faith, and we're going to go looking for Jesus. We're not exactly sure precisely where he is, but we know 
generally speaking, where he's going to be. They followed the light that God gave them, so to speak. And when they did that, as they got closer, hey, they saw that star and they understood, hey, that's for us. That's for us. We're going to follow his star and his star will lead us to who we're looking for. And may I say to you, friend, if you're looking for hope this morning, why don't you look to Jesus? You'll find hope in Jesus. You'll find meaning for your life in Jesus. You'll find peace in your life in Jesus. You say, preacher, <clears throat> going through a tough time. Seems like everything is stacked against me. Seems like, seems like my world is falling apart. Hey, whether you're saved or lost, hey, if you're saved, you go, back to the, you go back to the one where you found eternal life because he's the one that can help you through the trials of life. You'll find hope in Jesus this morning. You'll find peace in Jesus this morning. You'll find fulfillment in Jesus this morning. You'll find the light that you need for direction. Hey, you'll find direction in Christ. You know why the wise men found direction? Because they were looking for Christ. It's real simple. You know, sometimes we're guilty of complicating life more than we should. <laughs> let me simplify it for you. No, let God simplify it for you. Let God simplify it for you. Make Jesus the central theme of your search. Let God work out the details. That's what they did. Again, look back at it as we close this morning. Matthew chapter 2 and verse number 2. Saying, where is, the, where is he that is born the king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship him. The focal point of their journey was not the star. They weren't worshiping the star. The star was the tool. The star was the mechanism. The star was what God used to bring them to the central focus of what their search, their journey was all about. Their journey was about Jesus. Maybe let me tell you something. Why don't you make your life's journey about Christ? Make your life's destination about Christ. Hey, Jesus said, He that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath Jesus hath life. Hey, if you're looking for eternal life this morning, you'll not find it in those baptistry waters right there. You'll find it in Jesus. If you're, looking for, uh, if you're looking for a home in heaven one day, you'll not find it in a church building somewhere. You'll find it in Jesus Christ. Thank God for the church. This church is simply a vehicle, a mechanism by which, hey, you could kind of compare this church to like the star. We're just trying to guide you to the one that you're really looking for. It's all about Jesus Christ. If you're looking for eternal life this morning, hey, you need to look to Jesus. That's the only place you're going to find it. Because Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no life outside of Christ. Hey, Christian, if you're burdened down with cares this morning, hey, may I, may I remind you that Jesus, according to Colossians chapter 3, he is our life. He is our life. He came to give us eternal life. He came to give us abundant life, and he's the only place you're going to find it. The wisdom of the wise men is very simple. They responded to the word of God. They followed. They went as far as they could with what light God had given them, and God said, let me help you. I'll give you some more light. Hey, if you're looking for Jesus this morning, he is the light. He is the light. 
Hey, if you'll just, if you'll, if you're tired of trying to find hope and all the other avenues, you're trying to please yourself. You're trying to find hope and, and contentment in the world. You're trying to find it in the, in all the toys that the world has to offer. Hey, let me tell you something. You're really only going to find it in Jesus Christ. And the sooner you come to that realization, that aha moment, the better off you're going to be. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. It's been a wonderful morning. We're right on time. You need not, uh, you, you need not leave. There shouldn't be any, don't move around unnecessarily. This is the most important part of the message, most important part of the service.